Thank you for listening to the Beyond Billable Hours podcast series. In this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Sedant Kachar, Principal Associate at Kaderni and Company Legal Consultants in Dubai. Sedant is part of the team that has been instrumental in setting up the full-service boutique law firm, and he is primarily involved with disputes before the DIFC and ADGM courts, arbitration under the DIAC, DIFC, LCIA and ICC rules, and he also provides corporate commercial support. Thank you very much for joining me today, Sedant. Uh, pleasure being here, Barbara, and uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity to have uh, a chat with you on the podcast. Oh, we're very excited to have you today. So tell me a little bit about the strategy, if you had any, for building your practice. Um, so uh, we've, we've always had the, the conventional strategy, which is, you know, uh, look within your network and look within the referral system. Um, that's worked out pretty well for us uh, for the time being because uh, uh, I work with a gentleman who is from Kenya and I myself come from India, from New Delhi, where I was working with the tier one law firm. So I, I do have my own book of business and I have my own networks. So uh, we've been lucky enough to get uh, a lot of business from the existing clients. Uh, we've also got a lot of referrals from people we know here and there. So that's that's really worked out very well for us to to, to get the existing business. Uh, apart from that, we are quite, I mean, as, as you know, LinkedIn is one of the best places and strategic enough to, to get businesses. Uh, we have been in touch with people there. Uh, we, we, we grow in a very organic manner. You know, for us, for us we haven't really uh, pushed too much in the social media realm uh, in order to get business. It's, it's been happening very organically. Uh, LinkedIn has allowed a lot of people to reach out to us, a lot of new people. And uh, it's, it, it's, it's just a good relationship we form with our clients right at the get-go when they come to our office. Uh, we're, we're trying our best to have very different kind of values in the law firm. We're not treating it like a very strict you know, legal practice the way it's always been in mostly in bigger firms. Mm. Um, so I think that's helped us uh, a lot as well. But uh, we we're always looking for new unconventional ways uh, as well of getting more business. But right now, the existing ecosystem is keeping us very, very preoccupied. That's great. So in summary, you would say mostly uh, building from your existing network um, in combination with um, some LinkedIn networking and perhaps also profiling, uh, which has sort of like helped you to, um, to get business through the door. Um, that's that's good to know. It's a good good strategy, I think, for quite a number of firms, um, especially if you say you want to develop your business organically, um, then this is how that would work. So um, when you sort of like um, decided on building your own practice, because that's not sort of like something that comes to everyone naturally, could you share how did you start even that thinking process around this is where I want to be? I appreciate you've been in India beforehand at um, the leading law firm there. Then it takes something to make that decision of like, okay, this is what I want to do now. That's a very interesting question, actually. And some sometimes even when I, I look back, it's it's been quite a long journey and it's been 
a lot of uh, a couple of turns which perhaps i might not have taken but you know this is where i am now um in the big law firm obviously it was a matter of growing in the in the big law firm and then you know looking for partnership and going that route but uh, i was actually given an opportunity by uh, a gentleman who set up a barrister style practice in india and he uh, because of that opportunity i believe you know i was very instrumental in setting up a smaller organization with him and uh, looking into not only the legal side but the administrative side as well um also looking at legal issues in a very different spectrum than i would you know in a big law firm so i think that kind of sowed the seed and uh, at the same time i had this inclination of uh, moving to a foreign jurisdiction so um the moving to the foreign jurisdiction is always never set in stone you know you have to take a leap of faith yeah. and you have to sort of see where you you know because you don't even know whether you land up in a law firm or in an in house role but uh, luckily fate had it that i got an opportunity to work in house temporarily with one of the big pharma companies who had their region who had their uh, systems here so that happened and meanwhile while i was in dubai this is where the entrepreneurial streak streak got through because um uh, with the temporary role it was a great experience i was on the client side uh, but there was no uh, there was uh, there was no finality to it i didn't i didn't really know whether i would be continuing with them or not because it was temporary in nature the entrepreneurial skill helped me connect with a lot of the smaller law firms as well as the big law firms you know but i could be in a position to network really well in in the uae and understand the legal system and realize that it's not as uh, a complex and evolved system as india or any other common law country because of which i believe i met the right people and that's where my my uh, managing partner of the firm is sanahi kadarnani comes in the picture it's because of that alliance which i which i struck with him the relationship which i garnered with him that i could be in a position to obviously learn from him and he allowed me to use the entrepreneurial skill to get more business so that's where i guess i streamlined my thought process in the past 2 3 years especially during the pandemic where a lot of people were really looking for lawyers yeah. and i guess did not have access you know and the second thing also is that um we were always very consistent with our values and and because of that that value system that he and i shared it was very uh, it was very uh, conducive for us to pick up business from there so that's how i believe rather than working in a big law firm i would have a smaller practice where we could have a different kind of a working style and we could fill in the lacuna between a big law firm as well as a small law firm because there is a big market in in the uae and there is a little bit of a gap between the big and the small law firms yeah so we thought with our experience and expertise we can really make a mark in this in this region and that's kind of something which has really helped out the uh getting the business in in the boutique law firm well that sounds like a really uh, interesting journey and well well done to you for also taking that leap of faith um everyone i think who is sort of like um has moved countries and will find themselves in some sort of expat situation um they will be able to relate to you uh, and what you've just said 
um, including myself. So I think um, you know it's 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 always great in expanding your horizons, especially if the opportunity is there. Then um, that's fantastic. But then the second thing is also to make something of that opportunity, which you have done really well. So. Um, that sounds like a really great journey and a fantastic um, experience that you've built within your career. So uh, we touched on this very uh, briefly just now, sort of like when you started and um, how long did it take you to sort of like define your thought process on that? Was it a matter of, oh, it was just there. This is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. This is the business that I want to build. Or was it like a real proper journey of a couple of years, for example, meeting the right people at the right place and all of that? So um, I, I think it was a mixture of a lot of things which you said right now. Uh, it's it's just it's been quite a long journey in the UAE itself. I know it just sounds like around three four years, but there's a lot which has transpired. I you know I look back. Uh, there are just a lot of events which have taken place, really good ones as well, very challenging ones too. You know, it's not easy running uh, a, a practice in a in during the pandemic, especially. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. But uh, I guess the trigger, uh, if, if if I can put it like that, happened during the time when I joined him in the erstwhile firm. So this is Mr. Kadir Nani's. Uh, legacy firm which he set up on his own and uh, prior to this he was in another boutique law firm with uh, with uh, another with another local partner and he was instrumental in taking care of the practice for around 15 years when i joined him is when i realized and and he made me realize as well that in dubai there is a huge gap between the big firms as well as the small firms small firms are usually perhaps not giving the best kind of service to the clients. There's a lack of transparency. Uh, the, the, the language, the diction, uh, there are a lot of different kind of restrictions when it comes to the smaller practices. And uh, what we wanted to do is give quality work and transparency to the clients while obviously, uh, you know, having our experience and expertise in place so that we could compete with the bigger firms yeah. and 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 create and set that mark it's i don't know it was very fortunate during that time when i had certain people who reached out to me with some very good work uh, which was litigation related as well as corporate related and just the way we we managed that work and managed the expectations of the client one after the other uh the thought process kept on getting stronger that i need to not be a statistic i need to be somebody who can uh, you know, really take this legal practice somewhere and I have the right support and the right uh, mentor in uh, Mr. Kadanani to take it forward. And I guess that's what's uh, instrumental in us pushing through difficult times and setting up Kadanani and company. And uh, I mean, it's, it's just great meeting good people every day. You know, I mean, I've worked in different organizations with different kind of people. I've learned a lot from all of them. You know, I'm very, very thankful to them. But I feel that uh, this is, I think, the right energy to have in the organization. And we understand each other really well. Our clients also have a very good relationship with us. Uh, we obviously have to give our 150% every day. It's, it's a yeah. very challenging market. Stakes are really high. But uh, I believe the past couple of years has really made things very clear in my mind of perhaps where I want to you know, take my legal career. And it's been pretty worthwhile. 
wonderful and sounds like um, he's a true source of inspiration so you found a great mentor which I think is always a, a really good thing for everyone really um, is to ensure that you have someone who can you know sometimes guide you through the process give you new ideas or thoughts or sometimes you just wanted to sense check something as well so if we talk about the secret to your success I suppose from your sort of like um, process as well as your um, involvement in the business would we say it's sort of like creating that niche obviously in combination with knowing the right people and having built that network and then I think linking in that what would you say um, has sort of like defined that level of success for you um, so can you share a few thoughts on that um, so I think I think we don't uh... Mr. Naid obviously has a lot of stories of success. He's been in the region and he's been a lawyer for very long. Uh, I, I don't know whether there's something which has defined the success. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have a very strict threshold which I place on myself. And I know it might sound bizarre, but I don't think I'm entirely successful. Um, I believe and I literally work on the basis of being as good as my last case. And mm -hmm. so does Mr. Naid. Yeah. So we we put that burden on ourselves as a lawyer because we know if we fail the client fails as well so i would not never i never look at things as a success i just look at them as everyday challenges which we are sort of overcoming and perhaps i don't i don't think i have one particular story of glory which i have which i i believe has been very impactful because i believe always that something better could have happened out of this and other things but i believe generally what's happened is we've had a few difc litigations and a couple of arbitrations and we've been successful in them they were very high stake in nature and we've had we've had some big clients who have come to us who we've serviced so I believe over the past two, three years, those have been really winning points for us. Uh, and I guess I can count those. But uh, every day is a new day and we, we literally never pat our backs ever, you know, like thinking, oh, we won a case that was good. You know, we just focus on the next uh, case and the next obstacle. And uh, we give the same attention to detail to all our work and as well as the client servicing. So it's it's never complacent for us it's a very humble approach at the same time i think you're right if you keep challenging yourself you keep growing as well um so it's 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 a very important thing to do of course although you know celebrating success from time to time um can help in in order to stay motivated too uh, for sure what i just wanted to ask you because there's another challenge i think in, or an element of challenge within your role is that you're not only working in the business, but I would assume that you're also um, supposed to work on the business. So as much as you, you know, obviously serve your clients and work on the matters for them, um, how do you go about finding the balance between, you know, your client work as well as ensuring that, you know, that the team and the firm in general keeps busy and keeps growing? So this is the the biggest obstacle i faced in my life and this is pretty much happening simultaneously i'm not very happy about it to be very honest with you because uh, if somebody calls me with a legal issue i would not clinically look at it like a lawyer i would i would lend any like a friend 
and uh, perhaps this is a negative thing as well i'm not sure but i'm very honest as a lawyer and i tell the client when it's ready when it's time to fight and i tell them when it's not the right time to fight mm. i give a clear picture to the client regarding costs regarding time regarding mental agony that they might have to face in the case um and how the how the peculiarities of the case remain different as well now now that kind of a nature i've had with clients especially people from other jurisdictions like india or uh, pakistan or the uae or any of my other friends calling me from singapore is that the complete transparency could really have the client not come to you as a lawyer and might go to somebody else but that actually kind of works in my favor from what i've seen over a period of time because they they are really looking for lawyers where there is a high degree of transparency and integrity in the uae yeah sometimes that is not the case so when they get that the you know the the work the work comes naturally and i know it sounds it sounds kind of bizarre a lot of people do a lot of talks you know they they go for conferences i do yeah. network i go to conferences as well um i meet a lot of people here and there but i don't know i guess i've been lucky or whether it's just the dynamics of the conversations and the meetings i have with people uh the people have come the work comes on its own um whenever it does as i said we 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 don't intimidate the client with the whole concept of, a, of of being a lawyer so we'll have anybody from an individual client or anybody who is from a company and uh, there is a high degree of transparency with them you know and there is there is uh, there is a complete clarity which they get regarding their case in the first meeting itself with us so so i think that that works out well now now how i'm dealing with this is i'm kind of juggling juggling this with the executory work in the office Hmm. So our office is like completely busy all the time you know there's a there's an execution happening simultaneously and yeah. i thanks to the team i have that they they know they shoulder responsibility really well and uh, you know they align with us so well that there is constantly a business development meeting while we are having some execution happening at the same time so this is the challenge of obviously working in a in a boutique setup and obviously same expectations from mr naid as well you know he's in, involved in it at the same time but uh, yes i would like things to be a little bit more streamlined where both don't you know uh, overlap with each other and when there is an execution executory work to be done it's getting done while you know the business development takes a separate place but yes there is an overlap right now Well, you're certainly not the only one who's struggling with this issue. I think most practitioners, especially those who um, you know, who are in leading roles, I think it's it's just a difficult um thing to combine. I suppose client work will always have priority, etc., but then there is still, you know, the business that needs to move on. Um but I think what you said is sort of like is really important uh elements of business development um which I always share when I give training sessions on doing BD etc is around your you know half of your BD is already done if you deliver a perfect uh service right so it means clients will be satisfied they will remain loyal clients and they will also you know spread the word they would be likely to um refer you uh, to other contacts or you know so i think it's right what you said as in if you really focus on delivering that quality of service um hopefully the the work will continue to come through the door exactly and uh it's just uh 
it's just transparency as i said it's one of the most yeah. important words i keep on using here because see the we're in a very very dynamic legal system and the laws are ever evolving yeah. right we we're in a there's there's federal law which is applicable and there's common law as well and there are procedures which change things are in arabic uh, you know there are there are things which need to be told to a client which perhaps sometimes are not told to a client you know um, so this kind of an approach just makes the client more com- it i mean it just makes them comfortable with us you know and then and then the rest the rest just follows you know we we need to as lawyers you know i come from a common law background right now in a yeah. common law background being a lawyer was doing a, a service to society now obviously lawyers you know being lawyers is a very lucrative business you know and obviously everyone has different motivations but at the same time there is a sense of integrity which every lawyer should have and uh, this uh, might might sound like a stereotype but it is very important for you to be able to convince yourself about the legal advice that you're giving someone and you have to be so sure about it and you have to do it in a way that you make the other person comfortable and trust you enough to be your lawyer. Yeah. So that is something we try to work with and we're very clear about those things with our values at the work. So yes, it does work out. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes lawyers want a different kind of an approach to their cases, but we've had we've had instances where people come to us and we tell them something to do or not to do and they do completely the opposite and they come back to us after 6 months and you know they tell us we made a mistake now let's do something about this yeah so it's clearly a strategy that is working for you um and it does sound appealing to me to be honest um, if i was a client i'd probably want to know uh, what i can expect and and want someone who would give full transparency on how to go about it so that's um that's really good information insight from from your end thank you for that So if you would share one final tip with anyone who is looking to uh, build a practice or develop their client base or even you know manage a law firm for example what would that be Um I don't know whether this would be an advice or maybe a thought because I I do have this thought you know I mean I'm pretty much on social media myself and I meet a lot of different people I believe that you should not try too hard it it helps in it 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 really helps in uh, putting your name out there perhaps but a client is so versatile and intelligent these days that they are very sure about their own case so they are they are extremely intelligent when it comes to what they want and how they want it from that particular lawyer what sort mm-hmm. of service and you know they they already have certain set notions so i believe if anybody wants to grow their practice and i, I mean i it's not like i've really grown my practice i've done well you know we we've, we've been lucky and uh, it's still a it's still a work in progress for us but i i just believe that if you're just normal with people just just the way you talk to them just the way you network with them do things for people without having anything in return mm-hmm. and i believe that just changes the dynamics and also you know don't don't try to be extremely professional when it comes to a lot of things you know because a lot of clients are in despair they don't want to talk to a robot they want to talk to somebody who's human who understands them while has the expertise and the legal expertise to help them out so yeah. i just i just feel that people should not overdo things you know and with the social media a lot of things are being done as well 
it it works very well from a big law legal perspective but from a smaller uh, organization perspective the client is coming to you because they don't want to go to a bigger firm they want the attention detail um so be thorough with your case always uh and at the same time empathize with the client to some extent and just 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 be natural with them you know don't overshoot things that that just helps quite a lot i think that's really good advice especially because at the end of the day it's people's business right you deal with people um obviously emotions will get in the way or will be involved in some way or the other um so it's really crucial to um to be able to give clients that comfort and show them that you're human too and that you're there to help them um so i think that's really really useful advice thank you so much for your time i've really enjoyed our chat um so thank you for that i know that you're incredibly busy um yet you managed to make the time to speak on this podcast series so i'm incredibly grateful uh, thank you and i wish you the best of luck uh, with your practice and obviously with your clients but it seems that you're doing really really well um although you're very humble about it yourself um which is which is nice too of course so thank you so much thank you so much for having me here barbara it was it was truly a pleasure speaking to you